Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the podcast. We have Mahbud Mahadam. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing? It's cracking. Thanks. So, Thank you so much for having me on, brother. This is really an honor. This is the the biggest uh, press Halidurich has gotten since Business Insider. So I love it. Thank you for being here. You you've done some incredible stuff. You know, from founding Genius to being an very early Bitcoin investor to now what you're doing uh, with Hella Doge. Why don't we start at the very top? Uh, I believe on the timeline of you with, with Genius, what uh, what got that idea to click for you and actually pursue it at the beginning? Genius? Yeah. It was not my idea. It was 100% the CEO's idea. I was just explaining some rap lyrics to him. But it was crazy because it got started right when I didn't have a job. So the guy who built it had a really good lucrative job. But I just started using the site a lot, just uh, going crazy on there. And I got to be part of it. I mean, it didn't, didn't really end up being very lucrative for me, but obviously the genius is a lot more popular than a lot of other stuff I've done that ended up being like financially better. <laughs> you it's know. funny how that works out, huh? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you got to decide you want to do some shit for the money. Or the, the, the little bit of money that we got for genius, I actually recently found out the only reason we got it is because the CEO's dad is friends with the owner of the Miami Heat. So he got the Heat to trade LeBron back to our investors team. And that's why oh. he invested. So it wasn't because like it wasn't because of my brilliant annotations. It was because of his rich dad. So wait, so the sale was because of a LeBron trade? Yeah, man. That's how LeBron LeBron came back to the Cavs so that. He made the sacrifice of going back to uh, Cleveland so that Genius could get some money, so that I could get the money that I used to buy my Bitcoin. So thanks, LeBron. Was it that a was that a was that not a free agency signing, or that was part yeah, of the I mean, whole transaction? He went he went to the Lakers after that, so he didn't stay for very long. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Even one year in Cleveland. I remember when I met Crazy Bone, I was on Crazy Bone's podcast and I was like, yeah, so I, you know, I went, you know, our, our investor was like the owner of Cleveland Cavaliers and he's like, fuck Cleveland, bro. Like everyone thinks of Bone Thugs as the Cleveland rappers. They have no love for Cleveland. This guy was like, fuck Cleveland. Cause like, if you know, if you know the, the history, like, I, I don't know if you, you're familiar with Bone Thugs and Harmony, but. Okay. Easy E is who made them famous. Mm -hmm. So they're basically just like adopted Los Angeles rappers. <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's pretty crazy that any LeBron signing would impact, uh, you know, the sale of a company between two owners. I didn't even know that that sort of dynamic happened. There's drama, bro. There's drama right now. I'm I'm trying to uh, get a lawsuit going in Delaware Court of Chancery. And then Genius versus Google is going to be, uh, it's looking like it's going to be in the Supreme Court. So like these are, for me, this is, I went to law school. So like 
my dream has always been to be a Supreme Court case, to be a Delaware Chancery Court case, and then, the, you know, 23 knock on wood. That would be really cool for both of them to happen. Wow. So, you know, through all of these experiences, what then led you to Bitcoin? And what was the thing for you that that made Bitcoin click? Oh, I need some of this thing. Uh, I think it's weird that the internet makes so much money. Just like philosophically, I think society should have a big, big problem with it. And they kind of do like Mark Zuckerberg's building all these hospitals and stuff. Like he doesn't, he doesn't even know what's going on. And I mean, now, now Apple's shutting down a lot of the software wealth with their fucked up policies, but it could exist. And then the crazy thing is HelloDoge is also the solution to what Apple's doing. So like, uh, all of these apps make money off the users for free. And the one I was running uh, is Genius. Genius is a straight up hard work app. You have to actually do hard work. It's not just like, uh, here's a picture of my dog. You know what I mean? Uh, and then we just, we, we gave people points. We have points called Rap IQ. So you get Rap IQ. And I wanted the, at minimum, so, so first I tried to do Cash Genius. Cash Genius was if someone puts up all the, the uh, lyrics to the new Rick Ross album, I want to just give them like a $100 check, just a one-time check, $100. Like, you know, they did a good service for us. And the community got really mad. They thought that I'm being discriminatory who I give it to. And the CEO shut it down. He's like, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg says, if you pay people, it makes it worse. It makes them think of it as work. And I was just like, fuck that, you know? So then when Bitcoin came out and I was still at Genius at the time, I was like, all right, Bitcoin is internet money. So maybe we can give them internet money uh, instead of giving them rap IQ. CEOs, no. And I was like, all right, so maybe if you get 100,000 rap IQ, we send you a rap Genius t-shirt. No. So uh, that was annoying. So then uh, when I left Genius, I started Everpedia, which is another hard work thing. We were trying to replace Wikipedia. Wikipedia is even harder work than Genius. Instead of just having to put up lyrics and explain them, you have to actually write fucking encyclopedia articles for free. It's really so we were basically cryptocurrency to pay people to write Wikipedia articles. But that, uh, I got frustrated by that because I didn't like having my own cryptocurrency. I want to pay people Bitcoin. Why isn't there a Wikipedia where people just get paid in Bitcoin? We had the IQ token. So, like, you know, IQ kind of like the same way Genius had the IQ points. Right. So it's a good name, but uh, it's not Bitcoin. So, why? Why is it so important to you that it be Bitcoin and not you know, another made up currency for these platforms. Because Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that actually counts. It's the only cryptocurrency that we've made massive environmental damage to create already. What does that mean? Massive environmental damage to create so much electricity. Ah, yeah. This name is gold. Gold, like for every ounce of gold you own, people have died there's pollution in the air and the water. Like we're fucking up the planet to get the gold. So Bitcoin, at least people don't die. 
and like we can do clean electricity whatever but it's still a huge sacrifice we're like burning we're burning a lot of carbon we're making the planet hot so but you're saying because it. that's that's all already done it makes more sense than to do it over again just i, I i'm a bitcoin maximist I'm, I'm an investor in bitcoin and ethereum uh but ethereum i think of as a security so the only cryptocurrency I think of that I'm invested in is Bitcoin. You said um you mentioned to me that you had you'd met Vitalik. What was yeah. uh what was your gauge on on him in person? He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. I mean the I met uh Brian Armstrong in 2012, and that's how I ended up becoming a Coinbase Angel investor. And before I met these types of dudes, I thought that um cryptocurrency well i thought bitcoin is just like a drug for drugs or whatever just like <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people but then i met brian armstrong i'm like wow this guy's amazing i met balaji like wow you know very impressed vitalik wow really impressed so um been an ethereum investor back in the day but ethereum is not i'm not anywhere near as bullish about ethereum as i am about bitcoin so like you can't even compare the two. Ethereum is also really, really cool. Excited about. It. Interesting. Like I'm um, staking all my Ethereum, but my dream is someday for there to be Bitcoin DeFi. Why isn't there now? Good question. That's somewhat. That's something I. I think that's a really, really good question. People like developers need to ask themselves. Why can't I at least just get like one percent for staking my Bitcoin or something? Interesting. Um, so what what was it about Bitcoin that made you, you know, and still makes you so bullish enough so, you know, to believe in the entire crypto ecosystem and build platforms on top of it? Well, I remember when I was talking with Andreessen about this kind of stuff, I remember him saying there can't be anything except for Bitcoin. Just like there, he said there, he said when the internet came out, everyone wanted their own thing. But we're like, no, everything has to be www. Mm -hmm. so he said Bitcoin is going to be the www. So then Ethereum came out and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, guys? And then I asked Brian Armstrong, I'm like, should I get Ethereum? He's like, yeah. So I went, right. But um So Brian Armstrong, this was what, 2013, 14? When I asked him about Ethereum, it was 2015. Gotcha. Yeah. Bitcoin, well, uh, that turned out, out to be good advice, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ethereum has been a, a far more lucrative investment for me than Bitcoin has, but uh, I've sold a teensy tiny bit of Ethereum. I've never sold a single Bitcoin. Really? I'll never sell a Bitcoin. Like, why would I sell my Bitcoin when I think that that's the greatest store of value? Unless I have I like nothing that. else and I really, really need money. I'm, like what? I'm going to sell my Bitcoin to buy Bitcoin? I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I hope I never sell any of my Bitcoin and then I can just give it all to Stanford when, when I'm dead. Wow. That is the plan. That is a Bitcoin lover's position. You love to see it. Um, and and it, I think it's great, too, the way that 
uh, you know, you think about Bitcoin and confidence and everybody who believes in anything should think about it. Is there is not, if there, if you believe that that's the best thing you can possibly own, then nothing else is really relevant. You just need other revenue sources to make money and make a living. And then the rest is, you know, irrelevant. Um, so talk, talk to me about Helidoge and how that uh, came to be. Helidoge is basically just me trying to go whole hog, replace the way the internet works. It's basically just what I've been talking about. I just want, really, I, I would want it to be Helitoshi, if you really want to know the truth. Just give people Satoshis. But Satoshi did not catch on. I tried to make people think of Bitcoin as Satoshis, but it did not catch on. But Doge kind of did catch on. Because people think dogs are cute. And Helidoge is a public benefit corporation. So like if we replace Facebook, we're going to use the money to help dogs. And we're basically just doing what I think Facebook should be doing, which is give 80% of the revenue to the users. The same way that Uber was supposed to do it with their drivers. And then I think the fair way to split that 80% is to give two-thirds creators and still keep one third of it just for anyone who's scrolling. If you're surfing the app and you're looking at the ads, you're getting Dogecoin for your data. You're getting a data dividend. Hmm. So this is basically like, we did this basically for Andrew Yang. You know, we wanted to just give people the, the data dividend. And the reason why, I, I actually wanted Bitcoin, but the developer, uh, said, no, I want to do Dogecoin because A, it's more fun and B, maybe Elon Musk. Lives. Well, and, and the quantities are higher too. You're not giving out people a Bitcoin for making a post, but you can give them. Well, if it was Satoshi's, a Satoshi is like a hundred million Bitcoin. Right, so instead right. Of, instead of getting four Doge, like instead of the top person getting like three Dogecoin a day, they could be getting like 10,000 Satoshis. Yeah, I mean, if it uh, if people thought of it that way, then it would be good. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I don't think that's how people think of Bitcoin. I tried, I tried, but yeah, no, did not. Um, so how does it work? So the advertisers, like any other social media platform, the advertiser, you can buy ads on the site. You said they're $69 right now. Um, we run Google ads too for any extra space we have, but Google doesn't give a shit. But um, so, so you run you run sponsor, these sixty nine dollars yes. a month, and then we show you a lot of them. We also show you love on Helidoge Instagram, you know the enemy website, and uh, we fuck with you. If you if if you uh, do a sponsorship for ten months, then you get a blue check mark. So we're kind of being hosed like Elon Musk, but. I like it. I like it. Um, so what do you get for a $69 sponsorship? Uh, it's, ba it's basically just the same kind of ads you get in Twitter or whatever. But it's on the platform permanently for a month on, in different places? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then yeah. the number of redoges that sponsored doges get You'll never see a sponsored tweet with that many retweets. 
because basically as soon as people see the ad they're like thanks for giving me the money when you see an ad on instagram or on twitter you're like oh thanks for robbing me that's basically so i i keep on all my ads on social media i don't use ad block but i'm basically an ad troll like i basically like to just like clown the advertisers and talk shit it's because low-key i'm pissed because they're giving Mark Zuckerberg the fucking money. And I hate Mark Zuckerberg. I've been his enemy since 2012. Like, we have beef that runs uh, deeper than Atlantis. So, <laughs> I want to just take his ass down. He wanted to get involved in crypto. And I'm like, holy shit. So, I was like, maybe he will buy Coinbase. And my dream will come true. Facebook will just start giving me big but instead, he said he wants to make his own Libra. Like, what the fuck? And then Congress shut him down because he's too incel. So, yeah, I just fuck that guy, bro. I can't believe he's, you know. And so Apple's handing him his ass. The way Apple, Apple made it so that he has to ask the users their permission to get their data. And, of course, everyone says no. And he can still mine some data, but he can't mine as much. But that's basically the reason why Facebook stock crashed so much. Right. And those are the uh, virtual reality investments. But if Doge asks you, can we get your data? Everyone's going to say yes. Everyone said no to Facebook. Like it was basically 99.9% .9 people saying no. I would venture to say 99.9% .9 of people will stop. Fuck it, a hundred percent of people will say yes on Helldoge because you're there for the fucking money, bro. You right. Know? Like, the incentives are all misaligned. Not that you want the money, but those are the points. You just want the Doge. So if you're gonna get more Doge for saying clicking yes, you're gonna click yes. Of course, yeah. The incentives with traditional social platforms are all messed up. That's why you know why I thought this was so interesting because. You know, as a traditional user, if you're not a creator, you're uh, only benefiting from, you know, the entertainment and the content. Uh, whereas in this case, you would be directly benefiting from everybody. It's like being a owner in the company. You know, it's a it's akin to that. Yeah, also, Halidurge is never going to have this giant staff. I think that another part of the crime of every Silicon Valley tech company is having these giant full-time stacks because these people don't do shit and they're getting six figures and they use the app less than I do and I don't get anything. I use Facebook more than every single Facebook employee I've ever met. And I've met lots of Facebook employees. I use Facebook more than Mark Zuckerberg. But then again, there, there, there's probably like some just like retired veterans, you know, living, living, you know, in like small towns who they use Facebook more than Mark Zuckerberg does. So. It's definitely an interesting concept of how that changes. I think that over hiring is probably why, like, I can't even think of any of these social, I don't think any social media platform pays a dividend. Yeah, they feel guilty. They just, no, but they they just feel guilty. They're like, all right, so we're robbing humanity of of everything. So let's just hire some uh, Ivy League or like rich parents college grads, 
and have them just do fake nothing work and give them six figures. And because they work for us and they have to do the I've uh, I've actually I had um uh Mr. Uh, uh Douglas Bonaparte on the podcast. He makes a really good uh Twitter uh he, he just has great Twitter content about like finance and memes. And we joked about all the TikToks about um those people who, you know, they show up to work, they go to the, they go get some food, then they go to the gym, then they take a nap, then they go sunbathe, and then they go home. That's all they do. <laughs> and it's, it's honestly, unfortunately, that's, I don't know if that's the truth, but that's how they make it appear on social media. So with tech, there are no emergencies. Maybe now Elon Musk is trying to make emergency situations, but at least when I worked at a law firm and I had a fake corporate job, they had fake emergencies. So sometimes they could make us really scared. These tech kids are just fucking coasting. Just don't don't even do do shit. It's and crazy. Work from home. Work from home revealed the full-time tech job for its absurdity. It's like, all right, so this is really just like this internet thing that I'm doing. Uh why why pay six figures why not at least pay them like you know 2k a month right Zuckerberg, some, some people uh, were getting multiple jobs where pe some people were like getting multiple full-time jobs yeah i've heard of even you know obviously different but i've heard of coders you know who will take jobs at google and facebook at the same time and it for like a project that takes a week they'll tell each company it takes four weeks and get both done and take two weeks off yeah, and no, I'm sure there's a lot of graft, a lot of hustling, and it can just be eased with. So the capitalist will tell you, if you want to give all the money away, then where's going to where's the incentive to make things better? They're going to say all these full time workers. You say that they're worthless, but some of them keep on creating better platforms and whatnot. For example, like the disappearing message or whatever, but. Is it really better? Like, is the internet actually getting better? For me, it's basically been the same shit since it came out. You send pictures, you send text, you send a video, and sometimes you just send audio, although that's the least popular by far. What else is there? You know, what I do mean, you what do you think about um so for me it's not yeah. about the like, oh be real. We make you take a picture at the same time. <laughs> Don't give a fuck, bro. All right, if that becomes popular, we'll copy that shit too. It's not like it's hard to copy someone. Instagram copied Snapchat. It wasn't the hardest thing. So um, it's really for me about the money. It's that this there's this new technocrat class that's just as wicked and awful as the finance class, which I've always loathed. So hopefully cryptocurrency can just get rid of both like i i don't want to see banks and i don't want to see tech companies what do you think like um people like sbf who i've seen you doge about um you know do you think people like that are ruining the name of crypto and stunting the progression in such a way that makes it insurmountable SPF is a lot of drama for me because like so SPF's dad was my favorite professor in law school really very close with his whole family 
I talked to SPF's brother. So SPF has two brothers. One of his brothers has Down syndrome and his other brother is like, cool. Like that one, that one I'm still Facebook friends with. And like, he went to Brown, he's, he's cool. He's the, so I think SPF's kind of in between. And him, I never met him in person. I talked to him on the phone when he graduated from college just because I was a genius. But um, he started to make a big name for himself in crypto. And for me, it was weird. What the fuck's going on? And basically the way I view FTX is this guy who does not have the best judgment was trying to mimic Binance. And I think Binance is a very, very bad company. I'm praying that they're going to go down uh, low-key. I think part of the reason S uh, the FTX went down is because they were trying to take Binance down. Like both of them have these uh, liabilities that they're not admitting to. So um, I think I think he thought Binance is bad too. So he thought, all right, I'm at least going to mimic Binance because Binance is getting a lot of traction. They're getting a lot of users because they're operating in markets where Coinbase can't go because Coinbase right. is trying to mine their P's and Q's. So um, SPF, he's 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 an altruist. You know, he's a kid uh, who I, I don't think he's got a bad bone in his body, and I don't think he would do any luxury shit. The luxury real estate in the Bahamas because it was because of some kind of finance necessity. But again, not a finance necessity to rob, but just because, I mean, you know, I used to talk to Brock Pierce about starting Tether. Tether had to uh, put the, store their money in all kinds of weird places because normal banks wouldn't let them have a bank account. Interesting. Yeah, so he wasn't ever going to go to do Lambos and shit like that. So what So what the heck went wrong? a kid who does not have 100% good judgment. He saw Binance is doing something very, very bad. They're being like a leveraged crypto bank. Uh, leveraged, unregistered crypto bank. So he's like, at least I'm trustworthy. You know, my dad is the most honest, you know, intelligent law professor in the world. So I'm going to mimic Binance and at least rein in uh, their business over to where I can have it regulated. I can have it regulated by American politicians. But then he fucked up. He, you know, CZ was able to play him and look at his, look at the end response. Like he's like, he declared bankruptcy. Then he's like, oh, I didn't mean to declare bankruptcy. Going on all these podcasts saying all this stupid shit. So he's just not good at the strategy parts. And like, that's that, that means that he had very, very poor judgment. So I think I haven't emailed his dad about any of this drama because I'm horrified. You know, for me, this is like every day, it's like your own family member. So I, I'm just too scared, but I think his dad would agree with me that I think the magic number we need is 10 years. 10 years in jail. Hopefully, just like Shkreli, he gets out sooner with good behavior and whatnot. And he could come out at age 35, but then don't give him his vegan diet because fuck that shit. I think he needs to eat some meat. That's why he made I saw you said that. <laughs> vegan is toxic. 
And uh, also, um, fuck his Adderall. I don't know if, they, don't give him Adderall while he's in jail. No one should, I think Adderall should be illegal. So Why so? I think all uppers are toxic. I quit when I had my second brain surgery. I stopped drinking tea. You had brain surgery? Twice. Yeah, 2013. Holy crap. So these days I am against all that stuff, but especially Adderall. I used to, I never had a prescription, but I used to do a lot of Adderall in college. It's like, it's meth. So in some ways it's the highest high. This motherfucker's gotcha. taking 90 milligrams a day. I've worked with people who are taking that amount of Adderall. Like, even oh, if boy. it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, even if for a year or two it can make you do amazing things, or it's kind of like doing roids in, in sports. Right. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't ever go well in eat the long run. natural, baby. Just eat, eat the meat, eat a lot of chicken, eat a lot of fish, you'll be good. Vegetables. Yep. That's it. Um, so what, what's the goal with Hella Doge? What, what do you want to see a like dream scenario, two, three, five years down the road? What, what is what, what does it look poverty. like? And poverty. I call it the Hella Doge model. I want the entire internet standard to have to conform to giving 80% revenue. If you're a consumer internet with ads, you give 80% of revenue and you divide it up the same way we do. And then that way, I think even if you're a passive user, you could be getting a thousand dollars a month. It's sort of like in traditional collectibles where, you know, if, if I make something like these drawings behind me, I drew. So my cost base is zero and they could, I could put them in any auction and the auction will give me 80, 80 to 95%. Um, so it, in a lot of ways, it mimics that model. Um, well, at least with these, you're making some materials and stuff, though. As is the creator on the internet, though. Yeah, but the, on the internet, it's it's not. It's because also no, none of this is actually going to last either. It's all it's all just dust in the wind. It's all just data. So that's why it's like it's really really weird that um. The, but you could say that about anything, like the dinosaurs and 200, 300 million years, the whole planet is dust. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, once once you start thinking about what's a Ponzi scheme and whatnot, you start to realize everything is like... Everything you know, ever, right? Unless it lengthens your life. If it lengthens your life, then that's... Or, or makes you healthier, happier. And then, you know... On, can't measure. What's up? You can measure a longer life. That's true. But I think, I, I mean, part of me, I, I think there should be universal basic income. So if data dividend can give people universal basic income, then just the mechanics are there. Even if it doesn't make 100% sense for like, and also it's because I'm not really into pro, into like, I'm, I'm, so the funny thing is I, I work in internet, but I'm kind of like a Luddite. I'm not, I'm not really like a tech person. Like I'm saying, I don't think the internet has improved since it came out. Because on America Online, I mean, if I had fast enough internet, I could send videos, I could send pictures, I could send text. And that's all it is. You send text, you send videos, you send pictures. And they don't last forever. 
So. Yeah, it's true. Um, Instead of getting those with like new bells and whistles, like taking the same picture at the same time or whatever, I would rather just get 80% of the money that they're making off of me because they're making a ludicrous amount. They're making so much money that they feel guilty and they have to go hire college grads to do nothing and give them six figures. Yeah, do you think like uh, companies like Google are monopolies? They shouldn't even be companies. Like I'm saying, I think, well, maybe the, the capitalists would say you're being greedy at what like these multi-hundred billionaires have built. But it's like, okay, they built it. Just like at one point, uh, the Carnegie or whoever built the railroads, they made a ludicrous amount of money, but then you shouldn't want to keep the money you make for a breakthrough from human technology. Once you've got enough money for yourself, I think you should want to see how you can spread the money. So I'm coming up with a mechanism. It's like, all right, you guys made it. You guys made something that was so good that society rewarded you with ludicrous amounts of money that you feel guilty having and want to give away. So now I'm giving you the way that you can give it away. Instead of giving it to a bunch of bullshit charities, then maybe they're also going to hire just full-time workers out of college to do nothing. Let's stop even having full-time work. Mm-hmm. Let's make it so that everyone can get $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month. And then maybe a lot of people aren't going to work. It's going to low-key be like everyone's got rich parents. And then you can relax. Maybe there are going to be more people being able to relax, everyone being able to relax. Maybe there are going to be more technical technological breakthroughs like uh, whatever bullshit be real is doing or, or, or stuff like that. Cause or just advancement talk. or advancements just for humans. Because I feel like when the best stuff comes from when people don't have to worry about food and where they live and, you know, their families and health and things like that. And then it's like, um, a lot, a lot of people say, you know, and this is even true for myself, the best ideas come, you know, when you're bored and you're just on a walk and you're by yourself or, you know, st- places and situations like that, that are definitely, uh, shouldn't be taken for granted because they are quite rare. Um, and people aren't going to hold back because they're not getting billions. I think when people have the good ideas, they're going to share them anyways. Cause for example, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with the uh, founder of Gmail and he didn't get shit. Really? <laughs> or like you know the founder of atari the guy who invented video games made nothing he also made built Chuck E. cheese like i made genius and i didn't make shit i didn't make shit off of it but it's all it's all good i don't want i don't want to take uh take genius back i just i gave that to the kids you know that's pretty cool it's a it's a good way it's a fun way of looking at it uh, how do you think AI affects all of this going forwards with programs like oh, ChatGPT? I do not give a fuck about AI. I really? Fucks. And thank God Vitalik. This is why I love Vitalik. Vitalik, he, Vitalik is part of Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. He's the first. He's just he's so honest. He's like, sorry, I don't give a fuck. So it's funny you should say that because last night, for like an hour, I was on ChatGPT just trying to fuck with it. And right. like I told it, I told it write a poem about marijuana, 
I can't write a poem about marijuana. Write a poem about wine. Oh, I love wine. Drinking wine is fine. I drink wine all the time. And I'm like, wait, so but then in my state, marijuana is legal. Why can't you also write a poem about it? And what else? You know, just, it's got, it's, it's fucking bullshit. It's, and then now it, everyone who was doing uh, the, the Silicon Valley that was doing fake crypto investments, like shitcoin investments and stuff, now they're going to be doing a bunch of bullshit AI investments. So. Right. And all of them are going to fail. What to do? Yeah. No, I'm not impressed. Like, I'm, I'm a Luddite. I'm just, I'm not that impressed with technology. I think the big technological breakthrough was internet. You get to send pictures and photos and videos. Uh, and then people made a fuck ton of money from this. So for me, the next te technological breakthrough is going to be give the money to everybody who's using it instead of just like these uh, uh, incels. Like we've got this crew of incels. So there, there were the Wall Street billionaires. They're evil terrible people they shouldn't exist but at least they're tall and now we've also got the silicon valley billionaires and these are like the guys like mark zuckerberg like the shoudis you know so it's more like napoleon complex vibes in some ways it's actually even worse than wall street it's nerd wall street <laughs> so we got to take both these motherfuckers down I want Bitcoin to take Wall Street down. I want Bitcoin to take Silicon Valley down. I don't like tall people. I don't like short people. Just media. You know, I'm just all about the equality, egalitarianism. And the internet was definitely the biggest step in that direction. For real. No, that's what they, the capitalist says. You should be grateful. Now you're getting all your information for free. You're getting all your songs for free. And it's like, low-key I am. I mean, I'm, I'm the biggest user of Facebook. I use Facebook 10 times more than Mark Zuckerberg. So on the one hand, it's like, thanks, I guess. But now it's like, all right, they're also making a lot of money off of me for, for nothing. So give me the money too. Give me the info. Just, just like before I had to pay for the, the information, like the next step is to also give me the... And everyone agrees. Everyone, even they're all forced to invest in web three in principle but this is the crazy part they want their web three investments to fail sequoia and andreessen horowitz gave 300 million dollars to Deso, which is the piece of shit uh shit coin silicon valley version of hello Doge. and Deso has no users the ceo of Deso is a moron um they want that to happen because then they're like, see, just like Mark Zuckerberg said, we told you, if we tell people we're going to pay them to use social media, then they think of it as a job. That's bad. And it's like, no, because they don't want your fucking shit coin. Just invent. The, the only Silicon Valley thing that uh, actually gave people Bitcoin was earn.com. And earn.com, I mean, that earn.com inspired me. That's basically the reason why I, I got involved in all this stuff. If, if I could have been the CEO of Earn.com, oh man, I could have made some shit happen. So what's the biggest hurdle now 
for HelloDoge, just getting people and content on the platform? Traction, yeah. Really, if we get traction, uh, everything else is solved. But I guess I don't want too much because right now I like that it's slow and steady, keeping it keeping it fresh. Um, but also, I'm I'm hoping some billionaire is just going to want to step up and take over. Take I'll over the take platform. Over. I didn't like his shirtless picks, but I'll I'll still take his money if Elon wants to give me money. He got in better shape though. He did. He lost some weight. If he if he posts, he would have to like post like detailed body pics to convince me. At this point. Why? Why? What is? Why does that matter? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he'd have to like write me food diary. Well, all right, all right, Elon, you can invest, but you have to start writing me food diaries. <laughs> why do you put so much emphasis on that? I'm just trying to look out for him, man. Yeah, fair to... enough. I saw I saw his fat ass and I'm like the poor guy. Well, we need him, we need him to live a very long life because of uh what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I love electric cars. I'm so excited. I mean, right now, uh, I'm just hoping that New York is gonna copy California and uh set a date to ban gas gas vehicles. Because I just hate gas vehicles. It's like, what did I mean, California do? California said uh, there won't be any more sales of gas vehicles. I believe in twenty thirty five. Oh wow, so that's amazing. Twelve years. That's really amazing. So I yeah, I'm excited. I mean, if that's like the that, ultimate win for EVs. If they do that, and New York doesn't. Uh, copy it i'm probably going to be i might switch to being only in california oh you're a new york guy too i split my time yes i'm uh, between los angeles and new york currently. nice and yeah. sometimes in some. yeah the the city's tough in the winter but hey i still love it yeah i'm in new york right now because i'm i'm actually a cold weather guy and also because it's more lit for new year's eve but, That's uh, true. I hate the fucking smoke. A lot of times, if, if there's a vehicle stalling outside of my window, I'm going to go cuss the motherfucker out. I think there's a big misconception. Uh, hmm? I think there's up? a big misconception on the crypto front where people assume that people who like crypto are anti-environment. Um, whereas from my experience with friends and, and, you know, people who own a lot of crypto, that's quite the opposite actually. And oftentimes those are the people, you know, the people who are criticizing usually aren't doing anything. Whereas the people who are actually passionate about it, which from my experience are a lot of the people in the space are actually, you know, working on things, uh, and investing and donating, uh, to try to help the yeah, environment. But a lot of the environmentalism becomes shitcoin enablers. Perfect example, SBF. SBF, like Solana. They're like, this is a shitcoin that we create for free. Like, okay, great. The whole point of Bitcoin is the sacrifice. So you actually have to be an environmentalist to be a Bitcoin maxi. Because you're saying, I value this thing. I value the pain and suffering that's happening here. Just like, for example... Uh, someone who uh, wants quality 
they want they might want a product that takes more natural resources to create but at least they're not constantly buying and throwing away ikea particle board garbage you know what i mean right so being a bitcoin maximalist is about believing in duration you know think about buildings in america versus buildings in europe like i'd way rather have the building that's made out of stone that's going to last forever like yeah making that kind of thing is going to take a lot more natural resources but it means that you're actually building something valuable so for me bitcoin is like having a antique oak bed and solana is some ikea bullshit loki is probably going to fuck up the environment more because they still they gotta have developers they have something i've seen it. solana's office is in nyc i was there i was there last week for a party isn't solana down like 99 percent year to date they're gonna have to get rid of that office pretty soon they got the they're in the same office as empire dow man what a wild couple of years on that front. Well, dude, I'm I'm so excited for you and, and Hello Doge. I'm I'm on the platform. My username is uh at Buster. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I was able to uh was able to snag that one up. Uh we got at Buster Rhymes joined too. Yeah, he can be at Busta, but I got the um I got my name. Uh yeah, it's cool, man. The experience was funny. You know, I joined a couple of days ago, posted a few things, and I went back today ahead of this, and it was like 0.37 doge in your account it's like woohoo it's pretty exciting yeah so what frustrates me is on the app it still says earned and some places we've changed it to obtained but i really hate this word earned i think everywhere in web3 they're like you earn earn my shit coin how many shit coin did you earn <laughs> that's the whole that makes it seem like it's work so I, I want it to be how many Dogecoin did you obtain? Because you're basically, you're like a medieval squire who's like in the Shire. And like, you know, these Dogecoin are like, they're like the truffles that you're, mm. that you're doing. And then how does it work? So say you've earned, you know, like a thousand or 2000 Doge on, on the platform. Do you just then connect your wallet and you can transfer it out? Obtain 420. Yeah, you have to have 420 Doge. 420. Then, yeah, we're not going to give you any doge until we're, if we're going to do a spam review, unless I personally think you're funny, you're not getting any doge. You'll get the doge for surfing, but you're not getting any contributor doge unless I think you're funny. And then um, KYC. KYC, then you can uh, take it to the wallet. Then you... we're, a company, we're, we're a Delaware C corporation, but we're a public benefit corporation. And so, then then you could convert that you could convert that doge into Bitcoin if you wanted to. Anything you want. You can you can even go buy the Tesla belt buckle that they sell for Dogecoin. Do they? They really for how much doge do they charge? They, yeah, they don't that that's the cool thing. I don't know if they still have it up, but they for a while they weren't changing the price. Like the price of Dogecoin was changing, but the well, I mean, whatever. It's a Tesla belt buckle. That's pretty fun. I know the um, the Dallas Mavericks. I believe you can still buy tickets in Doge and other things. 
Um, so Doge for dollars. They don't. They, I don't think Mark Cuban would just put a fixed Doge price for his tickets. Yeah, I'm that sure it's. Cool. Uh, I, I'm sure that changes uh, on a game. So it falls to like a penny. <laughs> well, the the difference with sports tickets is it's dynamic pricing, anyways, because you know the event changes on a day to day basis, so it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be the same thing. Although I'd be curious if they change it on like an hour to hour basis, that would be interesting. Um, cool. Well, where can uh, where can people find the platform? Where do they go? Uh, Hella Doge, not hello, Hella. Like Bay Area, in in the Bay Area, that means a great deal. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, we just want to, everyone to get hella doge. We want you to have a lot of doge. Why the hell not, right? Uh, and we're on Instagram too. Like we're we we call hella doge communistogram. So Instagram is capitalist. I love it. Well, thanks so much for doing this. It's been a lot of fun. I feel like we talked about a lot of so great stuff. I met stuff. you, brother. I met you on Capital Instagram. So again, shouts out to Zuck. Like, Zuck, you're a man lit. I hate you, bro. But at the same time, you've done a lot of good. I don't. I love you and I hate you. You're kind of like my ex who blocked me. But... <laughs> I wish you well. I hope I hope you hear about Hello Doge. And you know what? If you want to invest in Hello Doge, I'll take your money too. I'm such a whole. I'll take I'll take any billionaire's money if they want to actually help me end poverty. Because that's all I want. I just want to end poverty. and help the dogs. I love it. Saving saving people and dogs. What what's better? Uh, all right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace.